Welcome Home, a podcast brought to you by John Houston Custom Homes. Join hosts Chelsea Frazier and Whitney Pryor as they walk you through the exciting adventure of your home buying and building journey. Hello everyone, I'm Whitney Pryor alongside my co-host Chelsea Frazier. We both serve as marketing managers at John Houston Custom Homes. Chelsea, what's today's topic on the Welcome Home podcast and who do we have sitting with us at the kitchen table today? Today we are talking to Daniel Campa. He is a branch manager for Trinity Oaks Mortgage and we're talking about mortgage myths and Daniel is going to help clear up some of the most common myths he hears in the mortgage industry. Oh, this is going to be such a good topic. I'm so excited to have him on the show today. I used Trinity Oaks Mortgage last year with my home purchase. And having been in the industry for so long, I still had a ton of questions about home buying. And I know that the everyday buyer that is not in this industry is going to have loads more questions. So to be able to cover this topic about, you know, demystifying those myths that we hear all the time about mortgages, he's going to clear up so much information and he's such a wealth of knowledge. So really excited to hear from him today. Yes. And Daniel has almost 20 years of experience in the industry. So let's just jump right in with him and tackle those myths. Welcome to the show, Daniel. Hey, everybody. Glad to be here. Daniel, what is the biggest myth or misconception you hear about mortgages? Yeah, the the biggest myth that I hear, and I hear this all the time, is that many people believe you must put down 20%. And then the second part of this myth is that many believe you have to put 20% down to avoid PMI or private mortgage insurance. And both scenarios are simply not true. I can't imagine even, you know, being a first time home buyer, affording 20% down, like I would have to save for like 30 years to get to that much money. So what is the most common amount that you see or the lowest amount that you see with loans? So great question. So programs can range from zero down, obviously, and then to as much as you want. But most people, I would say, probably put around five to 10% down. That sounds much more affordable. It's a big difference. Yes. Yeah. And there are all these terms that we don't know about. So what is PMI? Yeah. So private mortgage insurance is, it's insurance to protect the lender in case you, the home buyer, defaults on the loan. And there's no true direct benefit to consumers. So the lower the cost for you, then the better for you as a consumer. And uh, it used to be where, you know, prior to the recession, you know, you, you know, there were a lot of programs that required zero down and, you know, and no private mortgage insurance. Well, as the recession hit, then more foreclosures, more defaults, there had to be more insurance involved to protect the lenders. And that's really when private mortgage insurance really started being more of a factor. So it's really kind of like, hey, if we're going to invest in you as a homeowner, you've got to kind of have some skin in the game and be able to, we need to know that you can afford this home and that you can pay this loan versus zero down, get in, no money down, like you're going to be fine. And then defaulting on that loan. It's really just to kind of protect the lender, right? Exactly right. And and technically, I mean, it used to be where 20% down payment was the down, you know, required down payment. And they created private mortgage insurance so a buyer didn't have to put 20% down. So I don't need 20% down. I can get into a home for way less down. What is the next step or misconception in the mortgage industry? Yeah. So second second myth here is, you know, that I hear quite often as well is my credit's not perfect, so I'm not able to buy a home or my credit's not perfect, so I want to wait on buying a home. 
And, you know, look here, credit scores in themselves is truly a science, right? So depending on, you know, where you go and view your credit scores may determine what you see. And what I mean by that is, you know, you can go to consumer-based scoring models, something similar to Credit Karma. You can go to a car dealership. You can go to a mortgage company. And you can have your credit pulled all in the same day. But you're going to see all different scores. And generally speaking, mortgage scores are going to be a little bit lower than your your consumer base like Credit Karma. So what a mortgage company is going to do is we're going to pull all three bureaus. We're going to drop your lowest score. We're going to drop your highest score. And we're going to use a score that's left, which is also known as your middle score. Okay. And mortgage scores are typically range between 350 and 850. But in my 19 years of experience, I have never seen an 850 credit score. So, if no one has an 850 credit score, then my next question is, what score do you need to buy a new home? All right. So, prior to the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, we had the ability to go down to the mid-500 credit score range. But based on today's market, the minimum credit score is 620. So, depending on your score and your personal situations, there's going to be pros and cons to each program. And depending on the program, the interest rates may be a little bit different as well. So a lower score may require a slightly higher rate, which then a lot of people will look at that and say, well, if I'm going to get a higher interest rate, then I'm just going to wait and work on my credit score before I buy a home, right? Well, that's actually not the case. So let me kind of give an example on this. So, you know, I've get, I get buyers all the time. And, and, you know, if you look at rates today, we're, you know, sub 3% interest rates. But let's just say we're 3% interest rate today. And let's say somebody with slightly lower credit scores might be around 3.5% rate. Well, if they wait and, and work on their credit, let's say 6 to 12 months down the road, those rates went up 1%. You can look back and even say with slightly lower credit scores, I could have received a better rate at that time than what, what rates are being offered today. And on top of that, home prices went up $10,000. So in this case, not only are they going to get a higher interest rate, but also a higher sales price and a higher loan amount. I've seen this exact scenario happen over and over again. So by buying today, it'll lock you into the price of the home. And if rates do get better, you can always look at refinancing and taking advantage of the lower rates. Refinancing is very easy and very cost effective. So don't wait. Okay, so you touched on refinancing there at the end. I know that's a big hot topic right now with rates being as low as they are today. So tell me, because I'm interested just personally, is, is there a large fee for refinancing and does it wash out with your payment getting lower with the lower interest rate? You know, is that fee worth it in the long run? You know, refinancing, there is a cost to refinancing. However, depending on the rate that you have and the type of loan program you have, there's ways you can recoup that cost in as little as a few months, or maybe some cases it takes you a few more years. But we can look at your scenario. Every scenario is going to be different, but we can look at your personal scenario and determine, you know, exactly what the cost will be and how long it's going to take to recoup it. But in most cases, we can recoup the cost in less than 12 months. And that brings to mind for me five other things we could talk about that we'll have to tackle in other episodes, but we've got programs at John Houston Custom Homes in partnership with Trinity Oaks Mortgage, such as a rate lock program that you could really take a benefit of now when rates are low. And we can even talk about at some point all the different types of loans that you can choose from depending on your situation and your need. But so let's jump to myth number three. What is the other largest thing that you hear from? 
Yes. Um, all right. So the next myth is I want to pay off debts and become debt free before I buy. So I've, I've seen a lot of home buyers, or really, in it, I guess in this case, non home buyers, right, uh, take this approach. I mean, the theory sounds great. I mean, imagine buying a home with no car loans, no student loans, no balances on credit cards, basically debt free. It sounds great, right? Yeah. Sounds amazing. <laughs> Where do I sign up? But reality, it's the wrong approach. I can't tell you how many times this has happened. Most people come back three years down the road and they're ready to buy a home. Sure, they paid off one of the car loans and paid down some of the credit cards, but in most cases, they still have a car loan due to an emergency, right? And uh, now they haven't been able to save as much money because they had to pay off debts, and, but now they're ready to buy a home. So the only problem is home prices are much higher and they don't have as much of a down payment. So the mortgage they were looking at three years ago was going to be around 2400 a month. But due to higher home prices, now it's 2800 a month. But what if they would have bought three years ago? Home prices were probably around 15 to 20% lower. So they could have bought that home and then after three to four years have enough equity to do a cash out refinance or home equity line and consolidate their loans and come out ahead. And some of those buyers could have sold their house and then just paid the debts off and became debt free for the next house they're going to buy. I'd like to pause for a minute and let you know a little bit more about Trinity Oaks Mortgage. When dealing with your home financing, Trinity Oaks Mortgage is a professional mortgage lender that desires a unique and simple home buying experience for their customers. From the moment the application begins, Trinity Oaks is committed to serving their customers through all stages of the home buying process. They strive for building lifelong relationships that last well beyond the funding of your dream home. To learn more, follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn. You can even visit their website at trinityoaksmortgage.com. And now back to our interview with Daniel Campa. I know you mentioned that home prices are going to go up uh, 15 to 20% over a certain period of time. We see that in the home building industry. Like there's always going to be a guarantee that the prices are going to go up uh, for building a home because our costs continue to go up. So that's actually a great thing for homeowners though, because that shows the equity that they're building whenever they buy a new home. It's amazing to see the amount of wealth that people can buy just by buying a home sooner in life. You know, in my opinion, there's good debts and there's bad debts. Uh, you know, good debts is something that has tax deduction and bad debt is everything else, right? But sometimes that bad debt is there and, and by taking on good debt, you can actually accelerate and pay off all the bad stuff. You know, I always say too that your first home should be your only home that you ever have to save a down payment for. So if you put a minimum down and then by the time you sell that house, then you should have enough funds to only increase the down payment for your second home without even touching your savings account. But that also should have enough funds to pay off your bad debt as well. Going to your point about, you know, home prices going up five to 10 years ago. You know, if you look at the Ellis County area, the homes that cost between 290 and 300 five to seven years ago, today are now selling close to about $500,000. That is crazy. crazy. Yeah. And you know what sounds really crazy is, you know, most people think that if you want to pay off debt, you save and save. But here's the crazy part is, if you really want to pay off debt, then go and buy a home. So that covers the top three biggest and most common myths that you hear. Is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about right now? Well, first, I hope you learned something, you know, valuable with that. And, and I hope, if anything, you take away that buying a home is not as hard as people may seem. 
you know, for those that have experienced and had a good experience in the mortgage industry, I think they'll tell you, I think they'll be the first ones to tell you that go out and buy a house. Um, and if you're a first time home buyer and you don't know anybody else that's bought a home, I promise you it's not as bad as it seems. Well, thank you so much for all of this information, Daniel. I, I know from personal experience, uh, my husband and I used a VA loan, and I would love for you to kind of share your knowledge on that. Um, I don't know if every veteran understands the true value and benefit they have of serving our country when it comes to purchasing their first home. So can you kind of give us some info and tell us what the awesome benefits are about being a veteran when you're going to looking at purchasing a home. Yeah, absolutely. First off, we love our veterans and we take care of our veterans. Um, so if you ask me what the best loan program out there is, and it's VA by far. So VA has 100% financing. Okay, so that means no down payment for you. Now there's closing costs, which we can kind of talk about later, but the closing cost is on every loan program. But for the true benefit for a veteran is this, is you got zero down, 100% financing, and no private mortgage insurance. So we, we talked about private mortgage insurance earlier. In this case, whether you put zero down or 20% down or 100% down, there's no PMI. That is amazing. And I know um, a lot of times, especially John Houston Custom Homes, oftentimes our incentive programs we run um, includes an incentive for all closing costs covered. So imagine the benefit for a veteran to have all closing costs covered, zero down. I mean, there's really, there's no greater benefit um, to buying a home than having both of those things covered. Yeah, absolutely. And the other benefit of VA is they really offer the best uh, interest rates as well. So we're seeing interest rates uh, in the high twos, mid twos right now on our VA loans, which is just crazy. I've never seen rates this low. But historically, VA always typically has the lowest interest rates. Well, Daniel, thank you again so much for being on the Welcome Home podcast. We're going to have you back as a guest in the coming episodes. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what we're going to talk about in the future? In the future, I'd love to cover the topics of the different loan programs. We've got FHA, VA, USDA, conventional, and we can really dig deep into those and, and determine what's going to be the best programs for you and the benefits and pros and cons of each one as well. And also we can, we can look at credit scores as well, kind of really dig into that a little bit more and figure out ways where we can increase your credit scores. Well, that's awesome. Thank you listeners for joining us on this podcast today. Be sure to click the description for episode notes and a link to Trinity Oaks Mortgage's website for additional information and ways to contact them if you have questions about refinancing or buying a new home. And for more information about John Houston Custom Homes, check out our website at johnhoustoncustomhomes.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even LinkedIn. And any other questions or comments that you have, just call us at 866-646-6008 or email us at info at jhoustonhomes.com. We look forward to having you at the kitchen table the next time on the Welcome Home Podcast. Welcome, Welcome home. home.